This is the Well, Well, Well podcast with Cassandra and Britt, episode 52, Finding Space for Stillness. We are not going to take very much of your time today, people, because we want to talk to you about quiet and being still. So how dare we invade your potential quiet moment with our talking? So we promise to keep it short and sweet. But we also promise to show you how important it is to find stillness in your life, especially this time of year. Well, 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 welcome to season two of the podcast. We can't think of anything better than conversations with our friends about all the wellness. Let's chat about what the gurus are saying and enjoy a bev while we're at it. We aren't experts, but we are your friends and we are here with you. We are so glad you joined us. Silence, quiet, stillness, peace, the absence of noise, stopping the chatter, turning down the volume. Mm. Mm. Sounds good, doesn't it? Okay, so answer this. What do you do when you are alone in the car or alone in your house or alone in a room? Or in the bathroom. Okay. (laughs) I'd prefer to not share that. (laughs) When you finally are alone. Sometimes it's rare. When you finally get that time, what do you do? That's what we want you to think about. Yes. And a lot of times what we find ourselves doing is filling that stillness and that silence with noise. And we don't necessarily mean like auditory noise. It can be scrolling, pinning, liking, commenting, emailing, just listening to your own chatter in your brain. Yes. Text messages. How much of your time is taken by text messages? Yes. And just like I feel when I am quiet, then I think, well, this is a good chance for me to just beat myself up for the things that I'm not doing and start creating to-do lists. Yep. Now's as good a time as any. So there's that. And often what I think is, oh, crap, I have a minute. I've got to utilize this time with some sort of cerebral input. I must listen to a book, a podcast, a show I've been needing to catch up on. Like, I can't waste, quote unquote, my time by allowing stillness or quiet. It seems like there's no time for that. Right. We have too many things on our list of want to do's and need to do's. Yes. That we can just at the drop of a hat, pull up and fill our time. Yes, fill our time. There you go. Yes. Okay. So we want you guys to be thinking about what you realistically do. Maybe some of you are really good at this and you love having moments of silence. And that is amazing. And we would love for you to come over to our Instagram and teach us your ways and give us your tips and tricks on how to be better at that because it's something that we're working on. It's something that we're striving for. More stillness, more peace, more quiet. So why? Why would that be important? Why is this such a buzz? Why does everybody want to talk about meditation and quiet and stillness and peace of mind and all of these things? I mean, obviously, because they feel good, right? But also, there are some major benefits that come from allowing quiet time for yourself. I've heard a lot of people lately talking about, like, can we stop with, like, the hustle, the grind, the busy mentality, the, like you know, you have to just grind until you die thing. And that's what's going to get you to the top and all of that kind of stuff. And a lot of people have been kind of shying away from it and saying, you know what, actually rest is just as important. Yeah. And we're not necessarily talking about rest, like sleeping or anything like that, but we're just talking about like a mental rest, a mental stillness. Yeah. Because I think our generation, Cassandra, and probably also the generations older than us, they see that movement and they're like, 
So laziness. Oh, so you want to sit there and look at your phone? Oh, you don't mm. want to work. Yeah, oh. we know about your generation. The people who don't want to work, don't want to have to earn a dollar the hard way. Want to get out of graduate school making 100 Gs a year. Leap years, all these <laughs> new concepts that people do, right? Like there's a lot of... It's easy to kind of balk at those things and kind of think like, oh, brother, we can take that to an extreme and we can all just live off the government and nobody has to work. Wouldn't that be nice, right? We're not saying that either. We're talking about like most of us are actually more fulfilled and happier and thrive when we are busy and when we are working on things that we're passionate about. So that is a big part of life that moves you through it in a positive way, keeps you accomplishing things, keeps you goal setting That's super important to your well-being as well. But if we never have a rest from that, if we never take a break from that other than when we're actually asleep, I think that can be detrimental to our brains. And if you think about how easy it is to stay in that consumption mode, it's way too easy. And it's not even bad things that we're filling that space with. It's like really good things now. We're not trying to shame or villainize Netflix or we podcasts. Would never. Obviously not podcasts. Obviously. Podcasts I mean, those are, are totally fine. <laughs> well, we're just saying there is a reason for this whole idea of allowing more quiet. Okay. So one of the things that we have found is that we can find ourselves deep in the woods of information overwhelm, especially for Brit and I who love to research things for the podcast, for our personal lives. We like to consume information. Yes. Information whores, if you will. Yes. It's not just information. It's also all the people that we know that we love and we want to know what they're doing and what's going on for them and what things are they interested in and how could we delve into that and how do you keep a beat on all the people you love and what they're loving and also know what you love. It's a lot of information to keep track of. It is. And sometimes that line gets blurry between, is this how I feel about this? Or is this how that person feels about this? Or is this how my friend, my family, the author feels about this? Because we're missing that key component of stillness, where we can figure out how we personally feel about it. Right. So even if you get all of this information... Are we making a snap decision on how we feel about that information? Or are we sitting with that information and saying, I'm going to go with stillness here and just kind of contemplate or pray or meditate upon like whatever the concept is and listen to what my heart and what my mind and what my higher power says about this. Yeah, totally. It's like sometimes seeking answers from God or figuring out what our inner knowing is saying to us, we try to find that in the form of looking outside of ourselves. Well, and Brit, we might be the queen and queen of this. True. It's true. It's one of the reasons that we started this podcast is that we wanted to be able to give people information from people who know it best and help them to resolve some of their own problems. Yeah, and there's something to be said for researching something and getting information before you decide how you feel about it. But there's also a line where it becomes too far and we get to that place where now we're in indecision. Now we're in overwhelm. Mm -hmm. Now we feel 
that stupor of thought. Now we feel confused almost. Yeah. So we want you to make a distinguishing line between when you're tipping over the scale on to overwhelm Mm -hmm. and when you're kind of staying neutral on the scale and you're balancing stillness and information or stillness, meaning prayer, pondering, thinking, that kind of thing and consumption. And what does that scale look like for you? Yes. And to be able to recognize the signs when you're getting unbalanced in it. Yes. And that's coming from people who love all of the information that's out there and love all of the gurus and all all of the things, but are also realizing how mandatory this implementation of quiet time can be and how important it is for us to consciously seek it. Yes, because we have a whole list of benefits that come when you do practice stillness. And the crazy thing is, is that so many of these benefits are what we're seeking in our information. Ooh, that's very true. So maybe we're going to find what we seek through the opposite of the way we thought we would find it. Yes. Okay, so let's start. Decreased stress. Hmm. Increased clarity. Hang on. Let's just stop right there after those first two. I just want to say the visual that comes to mind when we say those is like you're in the car and there's kids talking and it's fun and there's laughter and you're hearing stories and the volume's up on their favorite song. And it's just it's just this moment. I don't even want to make it negative because it could be positive. Yeah. But the difference between that And you're driving in the car and literally all you hear is like the hum of the car and the music's off and it's just quiet. There's something to be said for the way that that can decrease your stress and increase your clarity. True. (laughs) Right? Yes. Turning the volume down. Literally. Yes. Well, I don't know about you, Britt, but I'm always looking for more patience and practicing stillness increases your patience. It mm. also increases your ability to listen, which we touched on. We touch on a lot. Yes. But we just touched on it in our last episode. Yeah. So being comfortable with that silence is going to help in both of those er- areas. The other thing that's so great about silence and peace and quiet is it tethers you to the present. It kind of forces you to be in that very moment because you're catching yourself. You're not letting your mind run away. You're not planning what you're going to do next. You're not in taking information. You're just in that moment. It's that idea of tapping into your five senses. We've talked about this before. I can't remember what episode it was on, but we were talking about kind of if you're spinning in anxiety or something, the way to kind of ground yourself is to ask yourself, what do you see? What do you hear? What do you feel? What do you taste? Like kind of tap into your senses to bring you back into the moment. And I think that just being quiet can get you there, can can really help facilitate that presence that we're looking for. There's also science behind this stillness movement, how it will improve your overall health by increasing your serotonin levels and strengthening your emotional maturity. Yeah, ooh, strengthening your emotional maturity. We wrote that one down and we were thinking about how it can be challenging to sit in stillness and how if you're talking to somebody like me, I feel the need to fill the silence with chatter. And I mean, actually, if you're my friend and you're around me, it's 
quite remarkable how much <laughs> <laughs> how much one person can talk. It's really something to be in awe of at times. And so, yes, actual chatter. But I mean, even when I'm alone with myself, I fill my space with noise. And I think there's something to be said for the emotional maturity that I might gain if I could just get a little more comfortable with some silence. How often are you around a kid or a teenager who's just genuinely able to chill and listen? Takes a lot. It's like most of them are hustling for approval. We kind of do it as adults. So I think that's a really good one. And our final one that is probably the most obvious to all of you that we already touched on a little bit is that by allowing time and space for this silence and this quiet, it really connects you to your higher power and it opens that communication line. Yeah, I think it helps you remember what your higher power feels like what it looks like, what it sounds like. And we need those reminders. It reminds me of how we take our sacrament each week in church on Sunday, and it's a silent time. And that's because it's a reflective time. Yeah, totally. I like that idea. Just allowing yourself that moment. And sometimes it's five minutes in your whole day and it's still worth grasping onto. Sometimes it's longer and you can really dive into that silence. But oftentimes for me in my phase of life, I've got to take it where I can get it. And I got to realize that it might be limited, but take advantage of it where I can. And we have a couple quotes for you that kind of go along with what we're saying. One of them's by Rumi. And it says, the quieter you become, the more you are able to hear. That's a good deep one for you. Mm-hmm. And so what are you going to hear? You're going to hear your inner voice. You're going to hear God. You're going to hear the truth. And so you got to get quiet enough for that. I love that one. So Ramez Sassan says, being quiet means that you do not waste time, energy, and thoughts on meaningless matters. It means inner peace, serenity, and tranquility. Mm, tranquility. Sign me up. Tranquility. Yeah, I think that that last quote, what I like about that so much is the idea of not wasting my time. Like, can I catch myself when I'm wasting my time? No. Well, I cannot. (laughs) That's the goal here. The goal is to catch ourselves and stop wasting time. This holiday season, any time of year, but especially during this holiday season time of year, you have enough noise around you. You have enough busyness. You have enough going on. Allow time for quiet. Allow time for silence. Allow time for peace. Yes, I agree. Some of my favorite times are getting to a kid's practice early and just sitting in the car for 15, 10 minutes while I wait for them to come out. Yep. In just like silence. I would never do silence, but I see that's what I need to work on. So the way I'm going to envision it is My life is like a snow globe, and I am going to freaking stop shaking the snow globe. Set it on the counter and let the flakes settle. Let the glitter fall all around you. That's what I'm going to do, guys. I hope you do it, too. We're not going to let you go yet because we didn't do our bevies. (gasps) Bevy, bevy, bevy. Bevy, bevy, bevy. (laughs) 
So here we come. Bevies, you guys, we are, I just need you to know, the Bevy game we've been on lately is so good. We are so excited about so many Bevies. And if you haven't gone to see our codes on our Instagram highlights, you must because- You're missing out. We're getting you discounts left and right. Discounts left and right on Bevies that we actually drink, that we actually like. Yep. We wouldn't give you the code if we didn't. Yep. So trust us on this. Yes. So many good ones. And today, Britt had this yummy tea called Shaka Pineapple Mint. Taking us right back to summer. I know. You posted this when you went to Hawaii. And this pineapple mint one was just delish. 100% plant-based. Zero caffeine. Pure deliciousness. Okay. Go get it. Happy holidays, everybody, or if it isn't holiday time of year, then have a happy, wonderful day, and most importantly, be well. Be well. Let's hook up on Instagram at the Well, Well, Well podcast for a little bit more Well, Well, Wellness.